You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 55. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Crack, like a podcast world. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 55. Bunch bun. <laughs> Whoa, Cece. You switching it up on us, there? What's going on? 55 in Hindi. Oh, in Hindi. Man, that must be a little homage to all of the listeners we have. Yes, listen, unless if my, my, my friends that speak Hindi, if that's incorrect, then please correct me. But Bunch Bun, 55. Thank you. Here we go, baby. <laughs> yeah, we actually do want to give a little shout out to our people in India for... The downloads keep pouring in over there, so we're very appreciative and grateful. And yeah, I'm with Cece. If Cece got that wrong, holla at us. Let us know. On today's topic, we are going to be crackalacking. Yeah, we're going to be crackalacking with Craig. What? <laughs> oh man, it's the bros. Hot seat. Hot seat. Well, we are going to go with the topic that Craig threw out the other day that I think is really cool. Um, and Craig, we were talking precast, has a lot of awesome points. I think. It's going to share with us, so listeners, buckle in, and that is going to be being present in the moment. I think there is several places you can go with this. Craig, you want to give a little prelude before we hit the Would You Rather, buddy? Yeah, man. Just, uh, I don't know, I had some uh, uh, reflection over the holidays, which I can get into detail a little later, but uh, I thought being present in the moment would be a good topic. Here we are turning the new year, and I think a lot of times when we focus too much on the future, we, we experience anxiety. And I think when we focus on the past, we experience depression. And those are two extremes that most of us deal with on a daily basis, but we try to avoid. So I think when you're kind of in the middle, you're in the present, it tends to kind of uh, avoid those two out. So I look forward to talking about being in the present, how we've done it, um, how you can put yourself more in the present, the benefits of it, and hopefully uh, enlighten ourselves and our listeners. Baby, what a president it is just to be here today, be podcasting again, and CC just coming in hot like that. Yeah. Hey, being in the present is a present. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. And CC's also going to carry the weight for us today on the good old Would You Rather. And he was prepared and ready. So I can't wait to see what he's got, John. What you think, man? I know. He's usually not this prepared as far as the Would You Rather was concerned, but. Uh, I know yep. he's looking excited about it, so I'm he looking is. forward to another good one. You guys one. are going to, this is a Craig Would You Rather original. Yes. Right. Off the top of my head. That's what In I'm talking about. the spirit of today's topic. I'm ready, baby. Y'all ready for this? All right, guys. Totally made this up, but I think it fits today's topic. Would you rather get to go back in time and experience or change one moment in your life or get the chance to peek into the future for one moment in your life. So you get to go back and either experience a moment in your past or change a moment. Like you get to go to that point in time and maybe alter it a little bit or experience it. Hadn't really thought that out. Or go into the future, <laughs> you know, 20 years from now 
and take us have a moment to take a step back and see where you're at, what's going on, and then come back to where you're at. Hmm. Peek in the past, peek in the future. Bunch of peekaboo action here. This sounds right up Hot Dogs Alley, Peekaboo. Come on, what you got? <laughs> I was literally, literally just about to say, John is good at this. He's gonna have this down pat. <laughs> oh man, that's a hard one. I guess my gut reaction is I don't really like to look. It's a hard one for me because I don't like to look mm-hmm. in the future that far. I don't want to know the unknown. Sure, it's just gonna be is what it's gonna be. And I'm pretty appreciative, especially as the miles are getting on the tires for my past and the experiences I've had. So I'm not sure I want to go change anything. I'm not sure I want to do either one. I kind of just want to be sitting in the present. <laughs> you don't say. But <laughs> yeah, if I could go back and experience something in the past, I would be down for that. If I'm going to go back and change something in the past, I, I believe things happen for a reason. I guess things that I've learned from and or could have handled better, I could go back to the past and maybe do that so if i had to pick i don't want to know what's out there in the future so i'm going to go backwards but i'd rather just be here it's a good one cc nice yeah that is a good one um yeah that you know that's an interesting one particularly if it was something that you could change an outcome because you never know where the ripples would uh go if you um, you know change something that happened in the past my goodness looking back to the future look what happened there did y'all see that one Back to yes. Oh back, no! Oh Wait, my goodness! You saw Back to the Future. He's too probably too young. I'm sure, I haven't. With Michael J. Fox, Doc Brown, Doc Brown. Be honest, I don't know the Time Machine. Oh my goodness! Oh. The DeLorean. Hey man, I was like two for two in the last couple movies. Cece's on the DeLorean. The though. car. The DeLorean yeah, is the yeah. core. I just car. Yeah, I might have seen parts of it. Just can't recall it. I don't know yeah. if I've actually seen it though. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, if I had to choose one or the other, I would probably go back and re-experience. Um, a moment. Uh, I, I'm with you, hot dog. I, I would be very hesitant in order to change any of those things because I think most of those things do happen to you for a reason, whether they're good or bad, ugly. Um, and then the next thing would be, well, what would you go back and uh, want to experience? I mean, there's a lot of different things that have happened. Um, you know, that would be great. So that would be the next very difficult. Would you rather, you know, what episode or what experience would you want to go back and revisit? How about you, CC? Yeah, when I actually came up with this, I sat there and go, "Oh my gosh, I can't think of what I'd say." And kind of, <laughs> so you know, kind of for the same reasons. If you went into the future and saw something, you may be exposed to something that you can't explain. Like, hey, you lost a loved one. What happened? You know, maybe you can learn, but just having to come back and know that, I like to just kind of let life unfold. Even though I tend to be more futuristic, I do look towards the future. But uh, and then in the past, like Steve said, if you go back there and you alter. Um, I mean, I guess to experience something, like you said, to alter uh, the future, you might go back and, you know, make a stock pick that makes you a billionaire today. Mm-hmm. But then, then what happens to your family? All the experiences, the way that life unfolded, you may have all these monetary possessions, but who knows what your kids will turn out like? You just don't know. Right. So, you know, I think it seems like the correct answer is, is mostly being in the present, which is what we're going to talk about today. But like Steve said, I wouldn't mind going back and maybe experiencing something. If it wouldn't change things, you could go back and maybe spend time with the grandparent that passed that you really didn't take, you took for granted or, you know, you know, birth of a child or a wedding or, you know, just going back and being with a loved one that passed or just one of those beautiful days on vacation that you just kind of keep thinking about and just to go be in that moment again. So it would be more like watching a rerun. Yeah. It's like, uh, appreciating the moment a little more than you did when you were in the moment. Yeah. You get to go back and actually be present at that moment more than you were probably when it actually happened. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't want it 
hot dog to go back and do that stock pick and then it'd be you know like what happened with Biff, we'd be living in Hot Dogs World, and he'd have a theme park, and you know, <laughs> Man, the, uh, all kind of crazy stuff. Dude, would happen. Great, back, great Back to the Future reference episode. Look, we got Biff right here. Got, right got Biff. here. <laughs> hot dog Biff. It wouldn't be the same the hot Biff dog. dog. He'd have a shirt unbuttoned halfway down with I gold know. chains, yeah. and <laughs> have a Ferrari outside. I know. I haven't seen this for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna have to. Yeah, I'll throw that on the list. I think that was one of the better Would You Rathers we've had, Craig. Made us actually think a little bit and stumble upon what is what we're talking about today and what might be the right answer. Um, spinning into the topic a little bit, which that's a pretty good prelude to it. I think personally one of the things I've noticed since I've gotten a little older is to try to appreciate the moment for what it is. It's kind of easy, I think, if you go on a vacation or something like that. You know, time's rolling by, but most of the time I've always tried to stop and like appreciate that. But now I'm down to trying to just like appreciate almost anything, like sitting here with y'all podcasting today. I've got a long list of stuff I got to do when I get back, a little inundated at work at the moment. And that was on my mind coming in. But to really try to sit here and appreciate this wonderful experience of shooting the pod with y'all, you know, for what it is and not just let it roll by and then be like, oh, what just happened kind of thing. Yeah. You know, um, I've jotted down a couple of notes um, since we you know, kind of decided that CC want to talk about this this week. And one of the things that I wrote down was savor the moments. Um, and to me, you know, everybody's moments are going to be different, you know, that or the things that move you and you really enjoy and appreciate. And, you know, for me, one of the things that I'm trying not to miss any of the special moments, which is, no, you know, normal day-to-day stuff. You know, most my two younger kids are pretty small and, you know, they can't do a whole lot, but there's still a lot of different things that you can appreciate and enjoy. Um, and I had a very, very good compliment that was paid to me the other morning at breakfast where me and the two younger ones, the four-year-old and one-year-old, were uh, at a little breakfast place and we were eating and this seasoned citizen uh, lady came over and said, you know, I, I really want to compliment you and say that it's really nice to see a parent appreciating their children and not, you know, being distracted watching TV and playing on your phone the whole time. What she didn't know is I was just grateful that um, I wasn't having to catch pancakes that were being thrown around or some other type of food. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, w- that was a moment that I felt like was something that I was very deep in and enjoying, you know, my kids and feeding them and just having little silly conversations with them that, um, you know, if you are distracted by other little things you can do they can just pass you right by yeah john i think you had called me i think shortly after that and were telling me that i think that's a great compliment and a very true compliment i know i'm gonna pick you up here a little bit oh, oh, let me write do this down seem to do that and to really enjoy that time i think both of y'all do correct same mm-hmm. thing with your kids you know really um because i'm around y'all quite a bit take in those moments for what they are because you do always hear boom and greg could speak to this man Boom, one day they're gone, grown up. I think that's what led you into this topic a little bit too, huh? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like I think most of us spend so much of our life chasing wealth, health, and happiness, uh, whether it's through our career or different uh, distractions in life. And it kind of, we tend to be looking for what we're, we're searching for something, for not realizing it's right before us. And uh, that's part of what struck me this weekend. Uh, over the holidays, we, um, we're in my parents' backyard, sitting around a fire. I have a little nephew that's always tugging at my shirt, wanting me to throw him in the air, play chase, shoot something, 
swing and and I do that quite frequently but he wants you know 24 7 attention so the adults tend to just kind of have their wine visit and kind of shoo off the kids and I, I take little moments every now and then to go spend time with them and I was talking to my sister going wow you know they like like their whole world revolves around you being there for them being present for them because they're in the moment and we're just kind of doing our thing and uh she said something about how every now and then she'll just stop and while they're talking just look at their face in detail look at their eyes their nose the the hair the way they make expressions and just really absorbing that 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 the human they are right in front of them the beauty of their face and the way they talk and just knowing that that moment won't be there a year from now they'll be a little older and just capturing it. and she said that and I was like wow that's amazing and I guess I've done that but never you know contemplating it like being intentional to the point where I'm just sitting there like I'm enjoying the moment but almost like really like reflecting on it and so this uh, weekend me and the bros were texting where we were at in our backyards and just looking at fires and water and um, what was before us, you know, cooking. And, uh, I did that. I sat back and I, you know, they, they pick on me for looking at the trees, you know, <laughs> but I looked at the trees. I looked at the bark and I was like, man, that bark, I wonder what that's like when it comes out. Like, you know, just trying to look at the water, you know, that little ripple there. Did a boat make that? Did a bird land? And that's what pushed it, you know, and you start thinking about the water and just, God, what, how much wildlife does that water hold? And just, just really just being present. I don't know, and it just kind of, like we mentioned earlier, when you forget about the future anxiety and the past depression and you're in the moment, you tend to have, you know, you're grateful for what you have, and gratitude leads to joy and happiness, and then you just change your state, you know? Yeah, I definitely think the state of mind can be changed a lot by living in the present because you do get away. I never thought about that. Looking in the future brings anxiety, the past, the depression, etc. And if you're living in the present, you really kind of don't have either one of those because it is the moment for what it is. I think that's pretty cool, and I think that there's a lot of useful modalities that can be used, one of which, one, one form of meditation that I use is that, like staring at a tree, whatever. If you go look at the stars in the sky, it's a pretty cool thing to do, too. Um, and you kind of get wrapped up in that, and then all the workings that are in your mind, you know, the mind has a tendency to run. And if you can bring yourself back to that, it's a pretty neat thing overall. Yeah, and I'll say, you know, that is something that I've, have picked up from CC, you know, mm-hmm. after he talked about the trees and we made fun of him that first episode and completely blew by it uh, <laughs> when we were recording. We did just make fun of him. <laughs> That's all good. You know, listening back, we were like, man, that was some pretty good, there was a pretty deep insight. That was pretty nice. And, you know, since then I've made a conscious effort just to try to look at, you know, look at things, whether it be trees, birds, plants, uh, other things that are around me in greater detail and appreciate them more. And uh, I've got to give CC all the credit for that. Yeah, I think it's really a cool thing, um, and I do think that John and I didn't appreciate that moment for what it was. <laughs> we did not. Blowing by. We didn't know about uh, Greg's deep thought that's going on. Well, you know, it's that. funny. It's not well, always... I'm in... talking about self-driving cars, I think. Yeah, yeah self-driving cars, and it's not always conscious. I just, you know, do it sometimes. Um, but you have to be intentional, you know. It's easy for us to get... I mean, I'm not always in the zone, right? I'm always... I'm frequently getting caught up in my world. Um, but going back to who, like, say my little nephew... Um, it's cool to also reflect on the gift of your presences in someone else's life because for that moment you're their world mm-hmm. you know whether it's a friend in need which we've all been there for each other or had someone been there for us uh, you know uh, family members spouses kids you know that moment um, your presence for them is just a huge gift like that's a that's a better gift than you could almost give anybody is just like looking at someone in their eyes letting them speak you know be there for them for whatever they need you for and like really letting them know hey i'm i'm here for you 
that's huge. At least for me, it is when my, no doubt. when y'all are for me or my family. Sure. And you know, I, it's true, especially with, you know, small children like that, you know, having them in the house with me and dealing with that every day, they're so focused on the present right here, right now, what's happening. They easily forget what happened two minutes ago and are not really worried about what's going on in the future unless, you know, they know there's ice cream coming or there's some kind of mm-hmm. reward coming in recent proximity. Other than that, they're living in the right now. And, you know, I think it's something that we could all look to children and, and gain a lot of insight of just observing them and watching them, you know, do that. This is true, John. I don't have any kids, but I have a dog. <laughs> and I feel like that's <laughs> oh, Reese. Yeah, with my dog. I'm being serious about that. Dog's a big part of my life. And sometimes I go home, take for granted, like, oh, when the dog's literally been sitting at home for eight, nine hours. She's told me. And <laughs> I'm blown by that. <laughs> and, but when I am, like, it's the pretty, like, the highlight of her day, like, the best part of that. And yeah. I think that, but cognizantly in my own mind, it's great having her there, her presence there, but it's a different thing. And I think that that's I always jokingly say, man, if I could always have the attitude of my dog, she has very few toys, but as happy as can be. She's happy to see Matt when he comes home. But I've noticed that the same thing. It's a big deal, just as if a kid kind of thing. You know, another thing that I think that um, a lot of people get distracted um, with past failures, um, you know, that can distract them from, you know, being in the moment, enjoying right now because they're dwelling on things that didn't go the the way that they wanted. Uh, But another thing that I think is overlooked but can cause as much problems as failures in the past or, um, you know, accomplishments that you may have had in the past that you would like to relive or have happen again, um, you can overfocus on things like that and that can be a distraction uh, as well. Yeah, I would toggle along with that. Mm-hmm. Um, past failures and things you can't control, something that can be going on in your life that's disturbing you, upsetting you, or you can't fix or something at work, can't finish it. I think when you focus in on that, it can drive your mind to places it doesn't necessarily need to go and you can't live in the present. And I think that there's times in my own life where I've tried to live in the present, but my mind will run. But I do think it's something if you work at over and over again, trying to center yourself to, you know, visual looking into the tree. There's another technique like a body scan, you know, like think about your go all the way from your head to your toes and like feel your hands, your arms. Like you literally go up and down your body. It's form I think of meditation. People do it in that sense too, but it can really bring the senses of the present moment of what your body's feeling too. That's crazy. Cause like you're appreciating your ability to hear and see and touch and taste and smell. Um, that's really interesting. Both those comments. Cause you're right. Whether it's a good thing in the past or a bad thing, you let that experience sort of create this present experience. So you're living with this, you call it depression or call it euphoria, something that you're hanging your hat on in the past and you're missing the moment you're missing the presence. And, um, letting it maybe control you. Uh, and so taking those uh, moments to take the deep breaths, focus on your senses, focus on your trees and your, your kids and dog and everybody, just being present helps you just kind of re- recenter that, hey, I'm in this world right now at this moment. And at this moment, I control everything that happens to me in this world. And it kind of gives you a sense of control because I think a lot of times we feel like we're out of control, like we don't have control over a situation because Lord knows this past year, there were so many things we couldn't control, Mm -hmm. pandemics and hurricanes, and you get this sense of like, I'm not in control, I'm helpless, and there's nothing I can do about it. Well, the world's going to happen regardless of what we do, but we can choose or hopefully find the tools to 
to face those adversities by being present in the moment, grateful for what we have, and then relying on each other. You know, I think another thing that you see when, and we're talking a lot about relationships, Craig talking about kids, family, it could be friends, spouse, whatnot, is one day somebody's going to, we're all going to leave the earth, but somebody's going to go before the other one. I think you see a lot like, oh man, if I could just have one more time when my dad was doing whatever, my mom was doing whatever, those like things that might annoy you or just like everybody's daily habits, probably like John, every time literally I call him, he's like, hot dog, like sometimes <laughs> yelling. I keep voicemails from John to, to try to appreciate those moments. But the little things That's or quirks awesome. that we all have and do, you know, that are gone. And so, but then when they're gone, like you realize them, I think it like kicks up in your head, dang, but you're, you're so used to them, it's every day, but trying to appreciate those little things. And what struck me is a, a quote, I was reading y'all a little uh, article that I read earlier, and there was a quote out of it that said, love the people God sent you one day, he's going to need them back. And I think that's really deep to me because that's the truth, <laughs> what's going to occur. And But it allows me to try to appreciate, you know, if, I don't know, one day you just want to go home. And like Craig, you were saying, we all have our self-interest in life. But like when I'm visiting my family, sisters, friends, and we have whatever our interest is, but to try to be present in that because one day those moments aren't going to be there. That's true. And that moment may be this afternoon. You know, it could be 20, 30 years from now and you don't know. So uh, that's something that, you know, growing up, my family was, you know, we had a great family life and we knew we loved each other, but you know, there wasn't a whole lot of saying, I love you on a routine basis. I mean, we knew it. I mean, Mm -hmm. there was, we were overflowing with love, but showing a ton of affection, um, we give hugs and stuff, but I remember whenever I got married and I'd been married for a few years and after talking to my dad and I'd be like, all right, I love you. Which is not something a son says to his dad often, maybe. I don't know. I just, I'd never done it like that. You know, it was just my dad. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think he kind of like, he just, it was silence. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you talking about? And uh, and fast forward all these years, now it's like he'll say it first sometimes. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, I just always try to, even my brother's like, love you. And they're like, dude, you know? And over to now, it's, I think just to understand it, Craig's going to say that because I may never get to say it again. Um, and I say it to my friends and yeah, we were doing a text the other day. Yeah. You know, cause you know, as long as I want my, my family and friends to know that I do love them. And if, if God calls me up tomorrow or calls them up tomorrow, I just want to know that they always knew at that last moment how I felt. Dude, that's really cool. Cause I'm a, I'm a believer with my family. Normally when I'm leaving them, I'm always like, love you, you know, cause you don't know when yeah. that's going to come and being whatever, letting your head get in the way. I think it's always important to get that across so I can relate to that. That's kind of how we grew up mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, for a lot of people, I think it's something that is overlooked on a consistent basis. You know, you're, you know, you're stuck in your daily life and you just, you know, you think, oh, you know, I'm young and healthy. You know, I'm, I'm going to be around for a long time. Mm-hmm. But in reality, nobody knows the, the day or the hour whenever we're going to be called home again. So it's definitely a good thing to let it out. Don't keep it in until it's too late. I definitely think it's taken for granted. I'll, you know, my little snap of the finger, one snap second gone, one second closer to eternity. Yeah. It's true. And like I, I mention it quite often. And some people do are like, I don't want to think about that. That's just too much for me. But it is the, the reality. And I'm the type of person that I do want to think about it, obviously. But if it is going to be my moment or someone else's moment, like I used to always hear too growing up, don't go to bed mad at somebody, you know, always try. And I think that that's a key point because you don't want the ripple effects that would occur if that does happen, you know, and if you are living in the moment, I do think it also breeds the ability to 
appreciate the moment more. So to bring about more of a positive vibe in that moment than if you're not living it in your minds elsewhere and your frustrations from work or whatnot are allowed to play into that moment. It's interesting. It's almost like, you know, and it goes, it speaks to like a lot of things we want to accomplish in life, whether it's starting a relationship, fixing a relationship, achieving a dream, starting that business. I think we let the past failures define what we can't do or we tell ourselves we can't do or the anxiety of the future of, well, I'm just not worthy. It's not going to happen. But, um, you know, if you can be in the present with that idea or that thought, there's things you can do in the present that are not, are not impossible, right? You can write the letter, you can pick up the phone, you can, you can, you know, get on the email, you can search that one little thing that'll get you a step closer to your dreams. And I think those little baby steps of being present for say your dreams or your goals or things you want to accomplish, um, will help you get there and reduce, you know, kind of, you know, if to put depression off to your left, put anxiety off to your right, let's just focus on the present. Let's focus on what we can do and we know we're, we can do. And I think you'll, you know, I know you'll get to where you want to go if that's a relationship or a business or whatever your goal is. You yeah. know, that, that's just one of the things that I've tried to implement so far this year. You know, I spoke about one of the last podcasts about uh, New Year's resolutions and I was going to try to get my wife to fall in love with me all over again every day. Um, <clears throat> just like so it's been going well so far. So far, it's going pretty well. <laughs> one of the things that I'm doing, like CC was talking about, is, um, you know, one day this week I wrote her a little note and left it on uh, the table for her whenever she got home and was able to read that. And for her, it's, you know, it doesn't take me but a couple of minutes to write down a few notes, and she knows how I feel about her already. But to have that uh, confirmation goes a long way. And that just happens to be one of her love languages. So that, uh, definitely helps. So, so far I'm killing it in 2021. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what I think is neat. The about... afternoon could change. I don't know. <laughs> we have confidence in you, buddy. That's awesome. What I think is pretty neat about this situation is it's the, we have the free will to decide to live in the present moment or, you know, let ourselves go backwards, forwards, whatnot. I think it's a pretty neat thing that God gives us and allows us to do to choose, Hey, because I do think personally it's hard for the mind to be still unless you but you can train yourself to do that you can go through proper techniques I never was really up until I don't even know probably the last year or two of my life but especially reading the book John and I have read The Miracle Morning we're hollering back at that I probably really didn't spend I probably spent more time now in the present moment than I ever have and I think it makes a, a big difference the way my day starts unless I just boom go and Father Michael was talking about that hitting some some prayer time early on, he does it. I think it's a big deal if you can bring your mind to a calm and be in that moment just of silence, meditation, staring off in the trees. I think it can do a lot for you just in your daily basis. Yeah, there's a lot of different um, distractions out there. I mean, there's so many things that hit us every single day, whether it be you know phone calls, text messaging, um, you know social media, that you can easily get distracted um, from a lot of those things. And it takes an effort. I mean, just changing the little things like I was talking about earlier, trying to appreciate my surroundings a little bit more. Um, channeling it, his inner CC. Channeling my inner CC. <laughs> it's just, I've seen a, a, a dramatic difference in just recognizing and appreciating things around me, but it's it takes work. It's something that you have to consciously think about doing because you get caught up in the day-to-day -day things that you hit with that you have to do that are constantly bombarding you if you don't put in the time and effort they'll pass you by absolutely i think what you were saying mm -hmm. all the stuff around you social media etc in my world there's several things i like to check that'd be like emails 
podcast downloads, the, sale, <laughs> the sales at the restaurant. I mean, kind of serious. One day I thought about this. I'm like, man, I feel like I track a lot of stuff. Um, and I think in general, like when I wake up in the morning, sometimes that's where my mind will go. Boom, I'm up and I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? What I'm looking at instead of being like, I've now started trying to be like, and I do, I spend the quiet time in the morning, but normally first it would be going to check one of those things, <laughs> seeing what is happening, but to wake up and say, man, I'm alive, like appreciating the fact that we woke up. I think that's an easy thing to take for granted because we're just awake and going to do our thing and spend a little time with the Lord. So that's something I'm personally trying to to be more in that moment when I wake up each day other than run into that thing. Yeah, I think it's important to, um, you know, give thanks and just have gratitude for the present moment um, and the things that you're, you have to endure, you know, the good and the bad. So I think gratitude goes a long way in helping you, um, you know, recognize and appreciate your surroundings. And it seems like when you're in the present, that's where the real growth occurs. You know, at least in my faith life, when I'm present with God through prayer, that means I'm shutting everything out and I'm just, I'm just me and him and I'm present for him and I'm present for him to speak to me. And when I'm not present, I'm focusing too much on future past. That's whenever me and God's relationship doesn't um, grow as good as I'd like. You think about like a date night. You and your spouse, you're sitting at a table. It's you, it's her, you, you know, you or him, whoever it is. And you're present for them, they're present for you, and that's where relationships grow. Um, if it's that time you spend with a friend, the time you spend with yourself, like the miracle morning, it's like if you're going to grow, it's giving yourself the time to reflect on your life and where you're at and just being present in all the beauty that you've got already. And I think that's it's kind of interesting. Like some people think they always look at the future to get stronger, but you actually look at the present. And I think your faith, your relationships, your health, your spirituality can can actually grow stronger by being present. Yeah, and you also have to evaluate, uh, you know, where you are in the present time to where, you know, you want to go in the future. So you have to have a strategy or game plan in order to, you know, change your present circumstances if you're not happy with, you know, where you are. Yeah, I think having a game plan is really key. And one of the cool things I think about living in the present, it gives you the ability to really appreciate those mems, short for memories, <laughs> yes. for what they are. <laughs> mems. <laughs> appreciate making them? Yeah, man. Um, because I think, you know, if we do make our way to an older stage in life or even where we're at now, it is good to look back at, you know, some of the highlights. You might be going through some pictures on your phone or y'all reminiscing back to your kids, some cool experiences. And I think you can appreciate them or see them or feel them that much more if you're present in the moment versus, man, I remember when I did that and that's about what you got. You, other than saying, man, I remember when I did that, it felt like this, it was this, it was that. You can have a more tangible feel of it if you are appreciating it when it's going on be truly being in the moment it's like a light your experience of life is just magnified tenfold when you're in those moments and you Correct. look you look back on them yeah absolutely all right listeners of the pod world we're going to spin it into the weekly segment of what made you hit the gas and what made you hit the brakes and this week <laughs> we're gonna flip it over to cc he's just taking us in on everything this yeah week. oh man why Take not for a ride baby hey. all right we're gonna hit some brakes <laughs> Breaks, you'll hit breaks. So it was funny this past New Year's. Well, yeah, the New Year's we just had. Uh, my wife and I were reflecting on some of the prior New Year's we had, um, where we had some that were crazy. I mean, getting the going out with a bunch of friends and partying it up and eating nice restaurants and just really crazy nights. Um, but it's funny to see how our life has evolved. So this year, all three of my daughters had independent parties of which we pretty much had to drive or help chauffeur or drive them to their parties so they could have a wonderful New Year's. 
And, uh, and of course the two of us stayed home and we had our wine and our little cheese and just kind of hung out. But it was nice because you look back on all those crazy times, but the roles have kind of reversed, you know? So now they're out having fun with their friends and we were totally cool with it. Um, and I'm sure we'll have New Year's in the future with friends, but it was just kind of funny to sit back and go, Hey, we're just going to be chilling, staying at home. Um, when it struck midnight, went and picked up our youngest from her little friend's house. Uh, one of my other daughters was, you know, kind of driving around her friends and they came over and, uh, we went and just kind of made sure everybody was okay and taken care of and getting where they had to go with all their friends. So it was, it was all about them New Year's, which was fine. It was special. And, uh, was, I was in the moment with my wife and just in the moment with reflecting on 2020 and all the craziness it was and looking forward to a new year. But that was, uh, that was my hit the brakes and listeners you can't see craig but he's smiling the whole time he's telling the story so i do think he definitely appreciated this year being a little different oh yeah yeah i look i'm I'm actually probably more of an introverted homebody anyway so it wasn't a struggle for me to kind of hang out and relax and you know i'll take that or a small group all day long man i can't wait till the cc going wild video comes out She's smarter than that dude. Uh, so, yeah, you're probably right. Thank goodness there were no iPhones back when I was in college. <laughs> it probably pales to John, don't worry. It probably does. <laughs> All right, guys. We appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. Um, we hope that you could take something from it. And if you get a chance, uh, shoot us a little line. Let us know maybe some of your experiences and what you do to live in the present. And or shoot us a little review. Uh, we much appreciate those. And until next time, we'll catch you all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing. Shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this, your best life, won't you sing with?